0: I understand that many people are like, do your meditation first, do it before coffee. I get that. I get that that might be the better way, but this is my way. You get to do it your way. What works for you? What lights you up? What gets you in the flow, allows you to be in the flow, allows you to tap into more. This is so critical for creating your mojo. Are you ready to master your mindset and your business? Join thousands of women each week who use this podcast as a tool to create financial and emotional wealth. And when you're ready to scale to the next level, visit theunstoppablewoman.com go. I readily admit that I get a lot done on the 3D plane. This is something that I pride myself in. I'm committed to it is part of being unstoppable and and living out my calling in this world. I know that creation happens both in the spiritual plane, the infinite, the quantum and in this 3d world we we also need to actualize the concepts that we are manifesting in our creative process in the 5d or quantum world and much of my ability to stay tapped into the potentialities that i am creating that are not yet here in this 3d world but that i am Tapping into has to do with how I set myself up in the morning, and I call this my morning mojo. Okay, people ask me all the time, "How do you get so much done? How do you keep your energy so so uh, vibrant and up?" People have said, "You know, you represent vitality," and I love that. I accept that all. Am I perfect? Perfect? Absolutely, freaking not. So uh, know that I have my own ups and downs, and that there are there are moments of challenges, just like for any human. And I also have learned along the way how to really connect to great energy so that I have it for my day, so that I have it for my contributions, for how I'm showing up, what I am creating in this world, and how I'm, you know, contributing and, and sharing my gifts. So I I set myself up for success through the 3D choices that I make, meaning how I decide to show up every morning for myself, and that is is very, very, very critical, and it's something that I give to you as a little gift, not in the fashion of you're bad if you don't do this, but in the frame of, hey, look, this is what works for me. This is what over the years I have developed and have stayed committed to, and it's been part of what has helped me be successful, maybe you pay attention to this and you figure out which of these things work for you and you start applying them. You start integrating them into your life and from a place of self-trust and self-authority, really dial in what's going to work for you. I think this is so important to to really make it your own. So I'm going to share with you this approach and one of the first things that I want to articulate here is that it is very much a feminine approach rather than a masculine approach. Does it have elements of the masculine in it? Absolutely. And again, we're talking about masculine essence and feminine essence, not gender or sex. This is not about being a woman or being a man. This is in us. We we all have the feminine and the masculine. And the masculine likes these very structured containers, the to-do list, the check-it-off check-it-off, um off your list sort of thing. And there are so many teachings out there about how to, how to start your day and have an amazing morning that is like, do this for 10 minutes, and this for 15 minutes, and this for 20, and if you do these five things, you're gonna nail your day. And that may very well be true. But I, as a feminine being, don't want to start my day with that level of structure. I don't want to feel that kind of penned in pressure. Some of you may love that and need that and want that and crave that. And it gives you a structure within to work and that you thrive in. Go for it. Know thyself. Go do that. What's worked for me is a much more feminine approach, which is to say, I do need a container. I do need that masculine container, which is that I give myself time and space in the morning. I carve out two to four hours for myself. Yep, you heard that right. I know that's a high bar for some of you who stay up late and have kids and all the things, right? And this is something I grew into that evolved over time. But the container for me, so the masculine creates a container. The container for me is that time and space alone. What I do within that container, which I will share Finds different form each day. It's not exactly the same. It's not scripted. And because of that, I'm allowed to flow. I'm allowed to be more responsive and more following what comes rather than directive. And I, I need that. I need to start my day tapping into that. Does that mean that I don't get a lot done? Does that mean that it's not productive? Does it mean that it's not effective or efficient? Absolutely freaking not. And I think this is a great example of how we confuse the masculine with the only efficient way of being when in fact being in your flow can be incredibly productive. So for instance, one of the things that I do is I get downloads and I'm journaling. Sometimes it's about what happened yesterday. Sometimes it's about how I'm feeling this morning. Sometimes it's about what I'm planning or visioning, the ideation, all of that. And I start journaling and I start thinking. And when I do that, I oftentimes get incredible downloads for my business and for my life. And I run with that. So I might create a whole training in the morning. That wasn't my intention when I woke up. But as I started to do what came to me, that's what came through and got created. Because I have the time and space for that, I don't have to limit that. I don't have to say, I'm going to do that later, or I can't do that right now. I'll put it off. Because inevitably later, I don't have that connection to it. I'm not t- as tapped into it. So creating that that container, of time and space is super important. So let's just take a moment to talk about how to create that because I didn't always have that, okay? I oftentimes would wake up with an alarm clock, checking my messages, diving straight into work, being reactive to the rest of the world. And some of you have kids and, and they need your attention and there's all sorts of stuff that like kind of bubbles up and builds up. And, and you might be listening to the news in the morning or something that's creating like this, this chaotic feeling. I really, I highly suggest that you start the process of doing it differently. Now, everyone has a different energy pattern. I happen to be a morning person. So this really works for, for me. If you're not a morning person, if you're a night person, fantastic. Do this. Give yourself the time and space in the evening. But that doesn't mean binge watching Netflix. Okay. That's a way of checking out going into to nothingness kind of numbing out okay which there's a time and a place for that i am not negating the 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 need to just be in zone out okay there's there's a time and a place for that however that's not what this is that i'm i'm saying but you need to figure out when you create the time and space for yourself and it needs to be a goodly amount of time i love waking up early cuz it's before i have engage with the day and I don't have to check emails or notifications or things like that. And so I'm not already called forward into doing things. So waking up early means that I go to bed early, sometimes really freaking early. Mostly it's like nine, but sometimes I get about 830. Sometimes I get about 730. That's, That's extreme and rare. But it allows me to get up without an alarm very early and to prioritize myself so that I can be the best me for the day. So I want you to to watch any stories that come up that say, I can't do this because. That's your limitation. That's your reason to stop. But let me call you forward if you're willing. Are you gonna listen to that story or are you gonna be unstoppable and problem solve? Okay, so you have kids or your husband or partner is a NATO, and that's when you connect. Problem solve around that none of these things need to stop you from having your time and space. And this fundamentally is a self-worth issue. And it's something that you have to recognize as that. And what does it mean if you're not creating this for yourself? What does it mean if you're listening to the stories that other people and other things come before you? Now, this doesn't mean it's either or, it means that you have to navigate it differently. Okay, so watch for for any of those stories and set yourself up for success. So what are my non-negotiables during this this period of time and space that I give myself? Well, one is meditation. And that has not always been the case for me. I have dabbled in meditation uh, over the years and, and not really gotten into a groove with it. But recently, the last six months, I've been dedicated to this morning and evening. And I do about an hour, sometimes an hour and a half of meditation in the morning. If I'm having downloads and journaling, it might get reduced to 45 minutes or 50 minutes. And but it's a goodly amount of time, and I'm committed to that. That is a non-negotiable. Nothing. I don't get get going until that happens. Okay. So that is a non-negotiable for me. Uh, the other thing that that happens for me is that I spend time checking in on how I'm doing. This this for me looks like journaling. Okay. Now, this is not journaling like this is what happened and I'm going to complain about it and went, wham, 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 Poor me. No, that is not the way I do journaling. I know that that is sometimes what happens for people. They, it's just an account of all the stuff from outside of them that is happening to them that they are a victim of. This is not how I do journaling. And I, I highly suggest that it's not how you do it. It's a review maybe of the day before. I often do an end of day. Review as well, but this is like uh, like from this new place of perspective. You know what? What went well? What would I do differently? How would I how would I dive into today, having learned from yesterday? Okay, so there are things that are still rattling around in my head or my heart, and I get that out. I review that, and I review the coming day. What's on the calendar? Uh, What are my intentions? who am I going to be today? What are the things that I'm getting tripped up by? What's, what's looping? And and how do I want to handle them? I do a little problem solving. And this could be around personal life stuff. This could be around business life stuff. This could be around other goals that you're creating, your career, your relationships, your health, your connection to spirit. Like, what, what is going on for you? So I do this uh, download. And oftentimes, it turns into like clarifying my to-do list, which feels very good and structured, right? There's the masculine coming in. It's not either or, but like getting all that from like the random thoughts in my head down to a to-do list is like, oh, feels so good. Ah, love that. But it's, it's this act of, of, of channeling and writing it down pen to paper that slows my mind down. And I know that there are a lot of people who are able to think linearly in their mind without writing it down. That is much more of the masculine mind than the feminine mind. The feminine mind goes is, is like a network, okay? It's like a matrix. And it's tapping into all these different things. And it's not particularly linear. And so for me, when I, when I write, it slows it down enough so I can put it in some order and Orders Heaven's First Law. So I love taking it from the let's call it a mess, beautiful matrix. Let's call it a matrix, the beautiful matrix that it is, into um, a little bit more of a linear place. And I go through my yellow pads very quickly. Here's one. I love them. They have a nice hard back, and uh, they they are where I do the majority of my my journaling. I once had a, a man that I was. Uh, seeing in a relationship. And he's like, what's in those yellow pads? Because like they were constant and some people don't need this, but I, I very much need that. So I give that to you as a little, um, a little nugget. This is where I channel my thoughts. Okay. And to that point in the mornings, I am more open to spirit, open to God, open to the universe, the infinite. And I channel these downloads. This is where in your mind is not in the beta of everyday activity but more in that alpha creative state and those brain waves allow you to really receive and be more creative and so writing down these ideas they either sometimes they're concepts that uh, come fully formed sometimes i need to play them out oftentimes it comes in the form of conversations with god right like i'm having a conversation with the infinite and that, it, that I often write down my answers because I, it, it's tapping into something. And this is really tapping into your intuition. And it's very significant. And if you do this, you'll get messages that you wouldn't get otherwise. And it will help you activate and achieve the things that you want to achieve on the 3D plate. It helps you really uh, go in the right direction for you, have clear guidance, have clear clarity, clear clarity, well, have clarity. And I do this first before my meditation, generally, I would say 90% of the time. And I do this with a beautiful cup of coffee. And I understand that many people are like, do your meditation first, do it before coffee. I get that I get that that might be the better way. But this is my way. And I want to give you that as as like a secret pass card, you get to do it your way. What works for you? What lights you up? What gets you in the flow, allows you to be in the flow, allows you to tap into more? This is so critical for creating your mojo. But again, this morning routine may have changed over time for me, right? I've done different things over time. It's evolved. It's not always been the same. But some key elements are there for me. And I want to break these down for you again so you really have it. Lots of time and space. That's always, I shouldn't say always because there was a time where it wasn't. But the last 10, 12 years, I've given myself that time and space. Trusting myself on how I I want and need to use that time. Self-trust, building that self-trust is so huge. This is really tapping into the feminine and the flow and not having a lot of rigid, uh, you must do this versus this. Uh, journaling again. I spoke about that. Slowing down the thought processes, getting it out, and and letting turning those into creations. Things that I use in my business. For you, it might be things you use in your life. Ways you're going to have a conversation with someone. Ways you're going to present something at work. Ways you're going to build your team up. It, it, like use it for what you're creating in the 3D world. I use it for setting my intentions and plans for the day, and reviewing my goals and creating my my to do list. I mentioned meditation that's really key there. And then a few other things that I do in the mornings. One is workout. Um, I have not always been someone who works out um, but the, the I find that working out in the morning is the most effective for me. If I wait till later in the day, maybe I'll get a walk-in, but I won't get like a hard workout in. So working out in the mornings feels really good to me. I feel successful if I've done that. so, that gets done. And then getting dressed. This has been such a big part of self-worth. Now, I'm not suggesting that anyone's walking around naked, but I used to just throw on whatever or I wouldn't take a shower. I wouldn't get dressed. I would just, if it was a non-client-facing day, I would just stay in my cozies. And that is no longer who I am. And that was a big turning point for me. Now, you don't have to get dressed the way I get dressed or like the same clothes that I like or or spend the, the money on the clothes that I spend, or, or have the same opinion on it. But you do need to cultivate what feels amazing to you, what up levels your energy, what up levels your sense of self, what up levels your self esteem. So I give myself now time and space for that. I didn't, and no, I don't give myself five hours for that. But I I used to not allow any time for it. It was like rushed and I was always in a panic about it. And now I do it in a very steady, leisure. there's some spaciousness to it. It's not rushed. I wouldn't call it leisurely, meaning like it takes three hours or something. But I pick out my clothes. I feel into what I want to wear today. Then I do my hair. I do my makeup. It's not an elaborate thing, but it taps me into my feminine and feeling good about myself, I pick out my jewelry, and then I start my day and get to the computer and do all the other things. So this sets me up for success and it fuels me for the day. So that's my morning mojo routine. I hope you distilled a few nuggets for yourself and will start applying this. And even if you can't do two to four hours, what if you gave yourself just half an hour more or 45 minutes more? What if you started off with a, a little bit of a chunk of a time and see how that feels and building on that and and really allowing yourself to use it in the manner that fears, feels most delicious to you. So I would love to hear what landed for you. Please reach out to us, make a comment and, and let us know what landed where are you stopped around this or where are you already executing on this? Where do you wanna take it to the next level? Let us know. Okay, with that, I'm Amira Alvarez. I am the founder and CEO of The Unstoppable Woman. I am thrilled that you've listened to this podcast recording and please subscribe, please like, please share with your your friends and colleagues. Uh, We greatly appreciate that. Okay, rock it out, be unstoppable and have an amazing day. Bye. (laughs)